Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Radio and the founder and CEO of the Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to providing the basic necessities of life to underprivileged children. I'm also a board certified integrated holistic health therapist with a private practice in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. Energy Awareness Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products to choose from, so you can listen whenever and wherever you want. Just download the title you prefer, free of charge, and start listening when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. That's audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. Okay, I don't know about any of you, but I am finding this new decade that this new year ushered in just over a month ago is offering many opportunities that are both heart-opening and heart-wrenching. While I am having to navigate both seemingly simultaneously, 
it is at times quite difficult to bring my heart into those situations that are less than, shall I say, positive at this time. And I say that because something good always comes from our most trying times. It's just when we're in the going through stage, it really doesn't seem possible. And I find through heart opening awareness, mindfulness, getting into my soul, the heart wrenching of it all lessens significantly. As I'm going through this, I'm of course doing my daily life and that process includes reading the book that is the topic of this show each week. And I cannot wait to talk to our guest, Sam Beasley, because his book, Your Life is Your Prayer, has helped me in a way I neither expected nor could ever imagine. Sam is a successful businessman and entrepreneur who uses spiritual principles to establish and build and run his business. He is a charismatic speaker and dynamic workshop leader. His mission is to share what he's learned so that others may become successful and fulfilled as well. And as an experienced counselor who understands how people learn, stretch, and grow, Sam designs educational programs to maximize the opportunity for everyone to expand their growth potential. He works with people from all walks of life, including coaches and therapists, to help them create solvent, successful businesses and encouraging them to, in turn, support their clients' financial and spiritual freedom. So Sam Beasley and B.J. Gallagher, who has joined us here before, have co-authored the book, Your Prayer is Your Life. And we are so fortunate because today he is going to join us for this discussion. So welcome to the show, Sam. Thank you so very much for taking time to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. How are you being? Oh, I'm, I'm being thrilled. I'm being happy. Uh, I, I, I have a thing people ask me that and I just say happy as a clam. I'm being happy as a clam. And that's one of my favorite things. So, and, that's uh, great. I, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, it's yeah. a great question, by the way. How are you being? How are you being? Yeah. You know, yeah. we're human beings, yeah. not human doings, you know? Yeah, right. yeah. I, I love the title of your book. When I saw it, when it came through in an email, I thought, wow, that is absolutely correct. And I knew I had to read it. Mm-hmm. So first impression, without even touching your book, you nailed the title. It spoke to me so loudly, I can't even begin to describe to you the effects your book had on me. I read it in yeah. tears, sometimes heaving, crying tears. I kid you not. When I could no longer see, I took out my contacts and thought, okay, I'll just wear my glasses, which I did, but I still learned, hey, you know, glasses steam up. (laughs) So because of that, it wasn't easy to read, but I persevered. It is beautiful. Your book is heart-opening. It brings in a fullness of what is real, you know, the kind of real that's not happening in the outer world, but in our own individual inner worlds. So... Before I ask any questions about the content itself, I am so curious, what kind of feedback are you receiving from your readers? Because it just can't be me alone who, I don't know, may not make it through this interview without crying, or is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not you alone. And uh, uh, although you are, you are the first one who said she had to take out her contacts and her glasses <laughs> on. So, so, no, but I, I'm actually... I'm actually a, a little surprised by the feedback I'm getting. It like one of my favorites is I keep it next to my bed and I read it every night before going to sleep. You know, yeah. I, I I didn't know in writing it that it would be that book, and uh, so to so to hear comments like that is just um, thrilling, thrilling, and and. You know, I, I I want to be in service. So to have such obvious signs of having done so is pretty pleasing to me. Yeah, I'm. It, uh, it, um, yeah. It definitely is that book. Yeah. It is that book. I have a friend I speak to constantly, and I said to her, I don't know, all I have to do is pick up the book now or even look at it, and I'll start to cry. I mean, it's so great because of you can just feel the energy of it. And, of course, it's filled with prayers. And and we'll get to that because they're not prayers like everyone thinks they are. You co-authored this book, Your Life is Your Prayer, with B.J. Gallagher. And I love her. She joined us to discuss her book, It's Never Too Late to Be What You Might Have Been. But that was way back in 2013. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the catalyst for writing this book? And how did you come to collaborate with B.J.? Well, uh, the catalyst was I I came to a moment uh, in life where I – 
my mind went blank and I couldn't come up with a decent thought. And um, so I started um, borrowing thoughts from other people and I'd, I'd write them down on slips of paper and put them in my pocket. And then I'd pull them out and read them. And then one day an original thought came back and I jotted it down, then another and another. And I began to realize I was writing prayers. And uh, I had known, I've known BJ for about maybe 15 years now. And, uh, um, and once in a while I would share some of the prayers with her. And about four years ago, she called me and she said, you still got those prayers? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, why don't you give them to me and let's write a book. And, uh, and you know, BJ's written a lot of books. She's the most successful yeah. author I know. So I jumped at the chance, you know, and, uh, yeah. Uh, I just thought, yeah, I can't say no to this one. So, and, uh, <laughs> and it was, it was as good as I hoped. I've learned so much from working with her. I, I'm just so much. It's been extraordinary. And, um, well, in turn, yeah, we're all learning so, a lot from your book. So there you oh, go. <laughs> thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a little, there is a prayer in the book. It's, Let me be in service today. I'm called to reach out and give. I'm filled with gratitude. And so that's what, that's what you're speaking is reminding me of. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. great. Oh, wow. Yes. And Mm -hmm. there are so many, I I did pick a few prayers that were my favorites because I couldn't choose. I I, I think I have three, Uh but, uh, but before we get to that, why don't you start by defining prayer so that everyone will have a greater understanding throughout this entire discussion? Okay. Um, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things that I've noticed about prayers. Uh, they tend to be repetitious, and uh, we very seldom pray a prayer once. Um, uh, we, when one of them catches us, I notice that we're often repeating it over and over and over again. Uh, that's that is one thing. Um, what I have most noticed about noticed about prayer is it feels like an ongoing conversation with something greater than me and uh, it really does just feel like a conversation and like the one I'm having with you and um, and where I'm I'm I might be complaining um, I might be hopeless um, or might be filled with joy and I might have some requests and what I've noticed is that the more conscious I can get about that, the more my conversation with that divine being is a conversation I would choose to have. Because it, it's it's easy for me to complain. I can complain as well as anyone. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, but but just imagine if you had five minutes to talk to the divine source. And you spent it complaining. You know, mm. And later on, later on, you might look back and go, oh, my gosh, I could have asked for a life of joy. You know, mm-hmm. I could have asked for a life to be in service. And I complained. So uh, so the more conscious I've become, um, the less I have felt called to complain and, and the more I'm willing to just express gratitude. I, I love your theme song, by the way. It's one of my favorite prayers is thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so, so to me, prayer is, um, uh, well, uh, an image I always have in my head is to sit down on a park bench next to the divine and talk. And, uh, and uh, that's what prayer feels like to me. I think it's a sacred language, even though you're speaking the language Mm -hmm. that you know. When you're speaking from your heart, it's in prayer. But what was very interesting was at the very beginning of the book, you tell us in our silence, our prayers are spoken and answered, and the answer is always yes. Now, for some, that bodes the question, then why, when I am on my knees in formal prayer, you know, religious prayer, am I not getting the yes I am seeking? Um, well, uh, I'll tell you my experience is, is we do get the yes. We're, we're not always clear what we're praying. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I will give you an example. Um, I think probably above all else, our prayer is for inner peace, serenity. Mm-hmm. And 
we don't often realize that that's what we're asking for. So we pray for what we think is the path to serenity, like uh, like give me love, um, uh, give me a great job, give me money, um, give me youth. You know, uh, um, I often catch myself longing for youth, and what I want is peace. Mm-hmm. I want I want peace from the fear of aging. I'll be seventy this year, and and uh, you know I'm I love life. I I, I don't want to get old, and uh, so I want peace from the fear for that. And uh, so I I do think we get what we're asking for, and we're not always clear what that is. Yeah, like, I would have to agree really with that. What are we really asking for? You know? mm-hmm. so, and I um, I. I, I... I think people, when they're asking for things, they think of it like a genie lamp. You know, you rub the lamp and you get three wishes or something like that. Because I had, I talked to a woman about this, and she said, "I am always wish, I am always praying to win the lottery." And I said, "Okay, stupid prayer, <laughs> one, and number two, you don't well, even buy tickets, so you're not even helping the divine out. You know, you're not helping the good Lord help you to win. You know, yeah. if you want to not drown and you want a boat, you gotta have there. a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, yeah, there there is something there's like, like um, relief. Right? Wouldn't it be a relief to win all that money? You know, um, wouldn't it be a, uh, just like, oh my gosh, I don't ever have to worry again. Now it doesn't really work out that way. You know, but, right. But, right. But the <laughs> idea that that oh man, if I just won the lottery, I I won't ever have to wonder how I'm going to take care of this payment again. And, uh, mm. uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of know from experience that new worries will come, you know, yeah. um, but, but there is a, uh, I, I really get that, especially like th- that's a particularly good example of the lottery. You know, uh, we, we want, when we think of it, we want joy and excitement and relief and freedom and a sense of adventure and um, sometimes some, some things that are like, you know, I, I want to be richer than you, you know, and, uh, mm. you know, so some things that aren't aren't so um, aren't so just personally supportive, you know, but 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 they're human, you know, they're part of us. And, uh, yep. So I, I I really get that, that um, the lottery kind of encompasses almost anything anyone wants it to. And uh and and the thing is, we can just say lottery, and we don't have to actually say, now, what do you mean when you say lottery? But the prayer is the answer to that question. What do you mean when you say lottery? And, uh, um, if, we, if we could ask that and answer it, we'd know the prayer. Yes, because many people who win the lottery go bankrupt. They lose it all. They have a whole set of different mm-hmm. circumstances that are pro- and problems that are, mm-hmm. you know, not easy to deal with. And yeah. it's, it's a worse life. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you yeah. go for the foundation, the foundation being joy, mm-hmm. everything else will fall into joy, place. Yeah. You know, yeah. everything else will come to you because you're in joy. You know, you can't, you can't have war in your heart when you a war on your neighbor or anyone else when you have love in your heart. And if you go with love and you're going to find have joy, bringing joy in and, and giving joy back, everything else really will because you're constantly in the state of joy. So what do you need? Whatever you're getting is bringing you joy. There you go. You just have to build mm-hmm. that foundation. But yeah, I thought that was an interesting yeah. question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, so, one uh, of the other. Um, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, you go. Ahead. No, you go. <laughs> Okay, so you. so um, prosperity takes so many forms, and we don't always grasp that. You know that 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 um, like if we say rich, it includes so many things. Like like you know I, I'm I'm wealthy in our conversation at the moment, and uh, I was wealthy reading your emails, and. Um, I'm sitting in a room right now just filled with beautiful art and really colorful paintings. And and uh, I just have this abundance of color around me right now. So so we, we get to have prosperity in many, many forms. And the more we notice it, 
the more we can appreciate it, say thank you, and the more we can learn how to ask for it. You know, to mm-hmm. to say, um, um, well, I, I'll give you a kind of simple example. I love wonderful hugs, and uh, it took me a long time to notice that how much I looked forward to it. But I finally did notice it enough that I can ask, actually ask now for that specific form of wealth. Is to say, I'd love to come upon some wonderful hugs today. You know, and uh, you know, just run into somebody on the street that I love, and we get to hug each other, and and just you know, just have wealth rain down on us, and uh, in the form of love and hugs. And so, so I I uh, I do think we can um, learn to appreciate prosperity in a great many forms, and learn to mm-hmm. ask for it in a great many forms, and and live in a real abundance that way. Sure, and it's going to be different for each person based on what it is yeah. that, yeah, that, that brings them the joy mm-hmm. or the, you know, the wonder. Yeah. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the, another one of your, and I'm trying to give people, you know, a, a flavor for the book so that they'll want to go out and see that there's chapters here that touch on absolutely everything. And mm-hmm. you, you'll see this as we go through. The, the listeners will hear this as we go through. You say the hardest roads lead to the best places. I couldn't agree with you more. Our most trying things mm-hmm. teach us so much, and we come out the other side, and we're better people. We have a, a, an immense amount of growth for it. And I find emotions block mm-hmm. us most often, and it isn't until we either surrender or give up, knowing we need to move forward and just take life as it comes, that things begin to actually mm-hmm. shift. So you state that it's in the surrender or giving up that you regain faith. Now, that doesn't always happen because sometimes I just get, give up and I'm like, yeah, I have no faith this is going to happen. I'm just done. And I walk away. So could you elaborate mm-hmm. on the, you know, giving up that you regain faith? How, how does that work? Because I haven't, I haven't mastered that yet. <laughs> um, I, I'm not talking about quitting. Um, okay. I'm, I'm talking about uh, – literally giving it up, re- releasing my grip and allowing it to float up. And, um, you know, I, I can, I can dig my nails in as well as the best of them, you know, and just, mm-hmm. I just hang on to whatever I'm trying to railroad through, you know, and then every once in a while I can just, I just remember, Oh, give up, give this up, you know? And, and I can literally raise my hand and let go and say, you're going to have to take this over from me. You know, ah. I'm not, I'm not doing it. You know, I'm not succeeding. You're just going to have to take it. And uh, uh, if you, if, if I need to do something different, tell me, you know, guide me. Uh, so I, I don't mean quitting. Um, I mean, Giving up, you know. I I, I think there's a a, a little uh, essay in here about that experience we have as children when somebody asks us a riddle, and after after it's happened about ten times, we realize as soon as we say I don't know, we get the answer. And mm-hmm. until we say I don't know, we're just guessing one guess after another unsuccessfully. But the minute we say, I give up, we get the answer. And um, I think that's what I mean by giving up, is to okay. say, I give up. Okay, what's the answer? Mm-hmm. It's like giving yeah. it up to God, like a God box. A lot of people yeah. will actually like, write something down and like, put it in a box and say, I'm giving it to God. I can't deal with it. I don't know what it yes. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I, I, I've done all I know to do. I give up. And uh, um, so take over. Right. You know, and, and it and, happens. Uh, um, uh, it happens often enough yeah. to make it, to make it worthwhile, you know? Yeah. And, and here's, here's what I wonder when it doesn't happen, has it just not happened yet? You know, am I, am I impatient? Yes. <laughs> That's a big one. I know somebody's listening now saying, yes, you're impatient. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah, can yeah. be. So yep. I, I, yep. Yeah, yeah. I often think, 
I just don't see a big enough picture yet. So, right. And, um, well, that, I like know, that. I, I like the way of looking at it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, easy to do that in business. Roads lead. Yep. Go ahead. The, it, it, to me, it's almost like in business when you want to make a decision and you, you know you can't because you don't have enough information to make an informed decision, so you're waiting for information to come in. That's easy because yeah. <laughs> you're waiting for mm-hmm. information to come in. So why can't it be just as yeah. easy when you're waiting you know, for information to come in or to get the bigger picture? But I think when it's more personal and emotional, it really it, it builds up a resistance, and that's when the impatience really starts. Yeah, and and – we think we get to say when. Yeah, so, yeah we do. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so so you know, I might have a, I might have a, a prayer, and I don't care what the prayer is, but at the very end of it, and I tack on. And by the way, I mean now. You know? Yeah. So not yeah. when it works for everyone. You know. Yeah, not when it works now, for you, universe. You know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> now. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Too bad for the universe. <laughs> and isn't the yeah, universe so, amusing? So, <laughs> When it's not painful, yeah, yeah, you know it. Uh, um, it is, it is, and and you know that's a that is a, a really good part. When when we can find the humor in it, but but man, there are days when we can't. And, uh, oh yeah, no, I didn't it, mean really yeah. finding the humor. Mm-hmm. I mean sometimes they say, yeah, okay, yeah. universe, I, I know you're amused, but I am not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's different for me. Yeah. You know, look at it from my uh, perspective. Yeah. It doesn't help though when I say that. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Well, it, it, it it's not laughing at us. I can tell you that. Well, so. it's, it's laughing with yeah. us because we're not laughing. It's laughing with us. <laughs> you <it>. know. <laughs> yes, we're not laughing yet. Yes. Yeah, so, that's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> what, mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny. One of the other things that you have is there's a story in the book that I loved. And I loved it because it's the $1 in an envelope story. I love this because I've been yeah. doing this for years. I didn't know it was a thing. I really didn't. I did not know it was a thing. It's just something that I've always done. So why, I would love it if you would relay this to our listeners because I think it's, it, first of all, it works, and it's easy to do. So you take yeah. it away and tell us that story. I love yeah. it. it. It is it, it's something I, I've done for a long time, and it's something I teach people to do. And, um, uh, and where when I want something, um, I consider the want to be a prayer. And so I take an envelope and I write the prayer on the outside of the envelope. Now, I'll give you an example. Um, um, about 10 years ago, I, I spent some time in Costa Rica and taking surfing lessons. I just really want to go back and take surfing lessons again. So I have an envelope that says Costa Rica on it. And I start by putting a dollar in it. And here's what it is to me. What's written on the outside of the envelope is the prayer. And the dollar that goes in is my communication to the divine that I'm willing to participate. You know, so mm-hmm. so I actually I actually write the prayer on the outside. I put the dollar in, and in a way, I go, "See, I really mean this." You know, I'm, I'm in mm-hmm. it. And uh, now I I do it every month. I fund them every month. I have have many envelopes. And here's the thing that I can tell you. My wife and I both do this. Um, we always put the first dollar in. We've never put the last dollar in. Whatever it is we've written on the outside of the envelope comes to us before we fully funded it. Mm-hmm. And um, I just really appreciate that. And I, I, I have the opportunity to work with some felons where – I get to teach them about money, and the first person, first person always who ever spoken to them about money. And this is an exercise that I teach them. And at first, they they really don't grasp it. And I give them the first dollar, by the way. And uh, hmm. um, and I've had people come back to me or run into me on the street and say, "I have a thousand dollars in my envelope." And my favorite one was uh, a woman who had been a client pulled up to my office one day in a new Lexus and that's what she had written on the outside of her envelope her first new car ever and she wow. she brought it just to show us and uh, uh yeah it's a it's a form of prayer that I really love um you know and it's kind of like uh it, it, putting your money where your mouth is 
Yes. Uh, but it, but in a kind of a spiritual way, you know, to say to say, um, I'll do my part. I, I just need some help. You know, um, you know, here's my here's my prayer. I'll do my part, but I could use some help. And it's not like it just is procreating in the envelope. That's not that's not what he's saying at all. So people are thinking, what, you put a dollar in an envelope and the next day there's ten? It's not, it's not how it works, no. you know? No, not at all. But money will come to you from sources that you had no idea you were going yeah. to get yeah. the money from. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, money just seems to be you'll get more business. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, there's a way that because you did that, you will be receiving mm-hmm. the funds you need. And, and you're right, many, many times you think it's going to take six months for something or a year and you will have money that came in and you'll think, wow, I didn't see this coming. You know, somebody gives you a rebate from something that you didn't know about and there you have it. Yeah. And you're able to go and get what you, what you wanted, you know, yeah. earlier than you thought. I see the, the alternative, the alternative is also a prayer and it's that I can't have it. And, uh, you know, that's a prayer as well. Mm-hmm. I can't have it. And um, it's kind of a heartbreaking little prayer. I've prayed it, I've prayed it many, many times for many, many we years. We all have, it's yeah. Just got this, mm-hmm. It's just got – um, so, you know, the dollar in the envelope, if nothing else, is the prayer, maybe. You know, and maybe is leagues ahead of I can't have it. So – so if the best I can do is maybe, that's the that's the prayer I choose, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Because mm-hmm. it's always going to be a yes. And if, if you're going to be a yes, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. If you have a little bit of doubt, mm-hmm. you know, like the scripture, I'm sure you've heard the scripture. If you have the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible to you. Yes. And that's great. But yes. what is not included in that scripture is you cannot have any doubt whatsoever. You know, if you have faith and then you begin, you begin and you bring in a bit of doubt, are you negating the prayer completely? You know, because now you brought in that tiny, tiny, minuscule amount of doubt. And that's nowhere written in the Bible that you can't have doubt. But everybody just figures, oh, I only need that much faith. Well, you can't doubt it. Yeah, I, I, um, I, there is another part of it, uh, uh, you know, just the footwork. You know, um, uh, to pray the prayer and then do a little footwork. And uh, I suppose I'll just use footwork literally. Like if you really, if you really needed to, like I'm sitting in Seattle at the moment, if I really needed to get to Olympia one way or another, I need to turn towards Olympia and, um, and start moving in that direction. You know, I could sit here in Seattle all day long and go, well, I'm not in Olympia yet. (laughs) And, uh, but, no, you do but, have to uh, take action. Yeah, another, uh, yeah, I got, I got to, I got to turn towards it, you know. And I got to say, say, um, what, what can I do, you know? Mm-hmm. What part can I do? And I cut. Yeah, what's your step. participation? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so there mm-hmm. is. So, so I, I even think of that, you know, just using that example as taking a step towards Olympia is, is a more desirable prayer than to sit down in Seattle and go, come on, I'm not there yet. Mm. You know, it, uh, it, uh, it's a more desirable prayer to say, um, I'm moving in that direction. Um, I could use a little help, you know, whatever, and then you whatever that may be. Yeah. 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 yeah and something, and you have yeah. to be aware or mindful and recognize the help when it comes. At least not resistant. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah. some people won't recognize necessarily, you know, you know, the, the, the old story about the guy in the house with the flood and they sent a car and he wouldn't get in it. And they sent a boat when he was oh, on the second floor story. and would get, yeah. you know, and then the helicopter and so he dies right. and, he says, yeah. why didn't you help me? He goes, I said, in the car, he sent a boat, mm-hmm. I had a helicopter. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. You've got to recognize yeah, the signs when you see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the other things is you talk, you talk about choosing from two levels of prayer, the fear or the joy. 
and it takes conscious effort to get to joy when you are living in fear. It takes a really good amount of effort to do that. It's not easy either. No. So do you have any tips for that? No. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay, that was uh, not what I expected. I hear, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, I, I, I do. It, it, um, here's, here's the thing I notice. Often in the moment when we need better thoughts than the one we have, we can't generate them. So uh, if, if you know that's true, like if you, ha- if you have a, a, an area in your life where the truth is it's just hard, mm-hmm. um, I- I'm a real fan of carrying my preferred thoughts with me. I mean, physically carrying them, you know, get them written down so that in the moment I need them, I'm not asking my mind to generate something it can't generate. Uh, I'll just pull the thoughts out and read them. And mm-hmm. my mind, my my brain can't tell the difference. You know, it can't tell that I'm not thinking. Those reading is thinking. So, so for example, um, if I have a challenge and it keeps popping up, and every time it pops up, I'm at a loss for something worthwhile to think, I'll just get some thoughts and carry them with me. And then when it pops up, I'll go, wait a minute, I've got these thoughts and I'll pull them out of my pocket and read them. And it makes all the difference in the world. So, so if I'm gripped by fear, I can carry empowering thoughts with me and read them. And uh, this is the most, I, I know how simplistic that sounds, but it's just one of the most powerful things I've ever discovered is, is choose my thoughts in advance and, Carry them with me. I, I don't think it's any different than carrying a container of water as you walk into the desert. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, don't don't look for water in the midst of thirst. You know, have it with you. So, so I, I think it's the same way. If I'm if I'm gripped by fear, carry thoughts of joy and read them. You know, so much easier. You know? So much easier. It's so you know, much easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. when when people so talk to me, they. No, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, I was just going to say, with the event, with the advent of smartphones, um, I can oh. schedule thoughts in my phone, you know, and, and a little little ding or a little buzz, and I look down on the screen, and there's a thought that I've chosen to think, and uh, and uh, it's just delightful, you know, it, it's delightful to have that happen. Yeah, because you're you don't have to put you really don't have to put a lot of effort into it. It's just there, and it no. will get you. You yeah. know, your brain can switch very quickly. You know, when people come in and they talk mm-hmm. to me about them, I have negative, you know, a lot of negative stuff, or I hear them and I'll say, "You're talking negatively." Here's something I want mm-hmm. you to do. The next, be aware of what you're saying, and the next time, you know, you're in this mm-hmm. mood or frame of mind or have this attitude, literally get up from in front of your computer and turn computer and turn, just turn. Turn around. Your brain will be like looking at something else. It won't be yeah. thinking about that issue anymore. You have to literally physically right. pick yourself up and turn around. That's all you have to do. And I've had people come back and say, you know, I didn't, I thought you were crazy, <laughs> but it actually mm-hmm. works because it's like when you think of something and you walk out of one room and go into the next and say, now, why didn't I come in? Here? Why did I come in here? <laughs> what did I want? You know, it's, yeah. you're shifting everything. You're shifting everything in your brain. Mm-hmm chips with you so quickly so carrying that paper carrying it's just a piece of paper even if you keep something in your wallet and you just open it up you can read it a thousand times but it's always going to bring you to that state because we memorize things Mm -hmm. our brain memorizes Mm -hmm. feelings and you know i think that's great i think that's a great tip yeah really good idea yep Mm -hmm. I, i picked up this book and i opened it uh to page 56 and here's this thought it says i have a strong clear new vision calling me and i'm on my way i'm excited about the journey so you know that to me that's just such a just imagine if you saw a piece of paper blowing down the street and you picked it up and that was written on it i'm excited about this journey mm-hmm. you know, it's just what a what a great what a great idea to introduce into your day it just makes you think and you're not thinking about whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, it, it completely yeah. shifts yeah. your thought. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what's interesting about your book, too, is you can pick it up and open to a page anywhere in the book and read, and you will find something that probably is what you need because I find that when you do that with any book, it's like, yeah, I really needed this right now. You know, you just happen mm-hmm. to do it. You go, you intuit, and go to the place that you need. There are little stories that talk about the prayer, you know, 
and then there's a prayer at the end, or sometimes there's a list how to practice things like good self-care, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and things like that. Or, um, because eating is your prayer. Everything that you do is a prayer. If you do it mindfully, it is yes. a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, people don't, they don't really realize that there's a sacredness to everything. Um, I think prayer is easy because it's not about praying hard or begging. Prayer is a, it's a feeling that you put into the thoughts, the feeling that you can evoke. And that to me is kind of like the fuel for the prayer. Do you understand what I mean by that? I absolutely do. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Makes sense. You know, Mm -hmm. now, um, earlier you talked about gratitude and you liked the song that was at the beginning of the, the show. And of course I picked mm-hmm. it because we're always talking about gratitude here. And, you know, yeah. whenever I'm asked to give an invocation at an event, I start with Meister Eckhart. You know, if the only prayer you ever speak is thank you, it is enough. I love that mm-hmm. because no matter what, without any exceptions at all, there's always, always, always something to be grateful for. Always. And I know you oh, agree with that. Always. Yes. Always. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and- and I can tell you this, it's right in front of you if you look. Yes. Yeah, right in front of you, right in front of you, you know, within your eyesight. And if you it's look, there's easy, something to be thankful. Yeah, and it's as easy as you woke up this morning because somebody didn't. You lost you know? me on that one, T. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's as easy as you woke up this morning, but somebody else didn't. Somebody else didn't, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. you're you're yeah, still here. That's a pretty good way. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, right. like when people say this side of the grass is, you know, any day this side of the grass is, is yeah. a good one. You know, it's like, yeah, that's uh-huh. absolutely true. You know, mm-hmm. so when yeah. we talk about prayer and not formal prayers like the Our Father or Hail Mary or whatever, how can people just to give them a better flavor for this? How can people pray? Properly, can you provide an example or a couple? Let's see. Um, properly, um, in in honesty, um, just whatever's true, you know, just in honesty. And uh, uh, it's you know, we don't have to be afraid of of what is on our lips to speak. We don't we don't have to be afraid of what it is. So I, you know, we're um, it's not like if we say the wrong thing, we're going to be struck down or something like that. So, so I think just to start in honesty, and um, uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you an example. I want more. Mm. Just that. I want more. It could even be, I don't know what it is, but I want more. Um, uh, you know, that would be a great place to start. You know, if it's just it's just what's on your tongue that's the truth, and um, and and I don't mean to do, you know we'll open our mouths sometimes and some some um, some less than joyful things will come out, but it's a good place to start, you know, with whatever mm-hmm. is true, and uh, um, and uh, I, you know I, I I think that is that is a great place to start. Um, Another thing I could say is um, if we are being guided, we don't necessarily know the form that that guidance comes in. So one of the things that I decided quite some time back is why would I think that want? So I I have a thing that I'll tell people, as long as it's not lethal, if I want it, why don't I think it's divine? And uh, so, um, uh, so I would be willing to say out loud, um, out loud to the sky, out loud to my wife, out loud to a group. I don't know why I want this, but I want this. And to just start there, and uh, and to say, it's just to say, um, you know, and if. if if you want, you could actually say to the divine, I seem to be wanting this. Is that you? <laughs> you know, that, that's a kind of a prayer. So, uh, so, yeah, in honesty, in sincerity, whatever is true. And there are some who would say, 
when you use the word want, it's showing lack that you don't have. So you'll get more of that. Have you ever heard that? And if you have, can you speak to it? Um, I know, I know that, that philosophy, and I still think it's a good place to start. Okay. So, um, I start where we are, you know, and, uh, um, and go from there. You know? Yeah, because so anything heartfelt, we, like you said, yeah. is true. If we could leapfrog it, we probably would, but I just don't happen to think we can. You know, I think yeah. we're going through this life in a real linear way, and whatever's in front of us, that's okay. You know, just, yes, and there are just, things we have to so learn, true. so we can't just skip over them. We have to go through them. You know, If you're brought right. to it, you have right. to get through it. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a line you, there's a line in, in one of the prayers in the book. It and it's it's talking about what we're talking about. It says from that foundation I leap into the glorious unknown. So from the foundation of where I am now, I leap into the glorious unknown. And uh so I I so I may as well tell the truth about where I am now. It's the it's the springboard. Mhm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, do you have a favorite prayer? Is there any prayer that you kind of were drawn to, or is like one that you always your go-to prayer? Um, well, beyond beyond, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, from the book. Lift this fear. Oh, from the book. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I I have one. It's, it's called Vanish the Ticking Clock, and. Um, Let's see, I'll I'll get to it in just a second. And it's just a prayer that I I love it so much. It's a prayer about time. And um okay, I've got it. Here. Sorry. Any second now my finger hmm. will land on it. Okay. Um Uh, let's see. Oh, I, I stumbled on another one. Um, <laughs> I have time to be fulfilled. I have time to do what I love. I have time to do what I want. I love doing what I love. I appreciate having time. I have time. Uh, so, so, but here's, here's my favorite. It's called Vanish the Ticking Clock. Vanish the Ticking Clock. There's time to love. If a timer chimes, make it time to sing. When I'm rushing around, make me rush to serve. When I look back in time, may I look back in love. That's on page 87. Yes, that was a beautiful one. 87, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. it's funny because mm-hmm. I had three, and one of them was about time, and it's on page 80, mm-hmm. and that one is how to stop time, kiss, how to travel in time, yeah. read, how to escape music, yeah. uh, escape time, music, how to feel time, yeah. write, and how to release time, breathe. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, I did too. Oh. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure you loved all of them. I mean, <laughs> you yeah. put them in your book. The first one, you know? Yeah. yeah. The first one, the, the, uh, the kiss one. I mean, that, that's just so clear. You know, how to mm-hmm. stop time, kiss. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That really, that really struck a chord with me. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, mm-hmm. now the, I had three, like I said, in the, these are not mm-hmm. in preferential order at all, but that was one of them. The other one is, I am not alone here is where and now is when I see what I want and know that it is mine. Here is where and now is when I'm powerful. And that brings you right into the present. You are here and now, mm-hmm. you know, I am here. When mm-hmm. you are here in the present mm-hmm. moment, that's when you're really being you. You know, that's your mindfulness, your awareness, and it brings you to that. So I really, really liked that, that prayer an awful lot. That was Mm-hmm. That was one of the ones that yeah. struck a chord. Uh, you know, and the last mm-hmm. one that I liked was, it's a little long, but may I read it? No, please. Okay. It's, uh, please remind me I'm a lily of the field. I pray I never forget that everything yeah. I have ever had or ever will have was already here when I arrived. It will be here when I'm gone. Mm-hmm. While I'm here, it all gets moved around a little, but it's all still here. I pray I never grasp too tightly. Give me the job of moving it around a little to this person, a little to that person. Give me hands that remain open to receive. I look forward to moving what fills my hands onto others. 
I pray I never fear that time is vanishing, that I will always have time to give and time to spare. I pray that I'm never too busy to smile, too busy to share laughter. I pray that my arms will always hug, my heart will always love. I haven't run out of love yet. Please allow me to remember that all things are always on full, and if I start fearing emptiness or impoverishment, please help me consider the lilies of the field and remind me that I am a lily. That was just beautiful. Isn't that, that lovely? Was, uh, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. It's just lovely. Yeah. I, I, Those were my yeah. top three. <laughs> yeah. So, who, so, so uh, yeah, just, just that, that thought, just remind me I'm a lily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for picking that one. I, I really love that one. <laughs> I did. I, you know, I mean, I read the book and I loved all of them and I was like, oh my gosh, which ones do I really Mm -hmm. love the best? And I was writing down as I went through and those three really, really came out the most for, you know, Mm -hmm. for what we were, we were going to be talking about tonight. And we are getting close to the top of the hour. So Sam, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, it's, um, we have more freedom well, I'm going to start a different way. I I learned later in life that I have more freedom of thought than I had ever realized. And it required my consciousness, and it requires me being an active participant, uh, get to the end of the day, feel miserable, and go, boy, I wonder what caused that. You know? Um I, I caused it. My thoughts caused it, and I get to choose, as as do we all, what kinds of thinking goes on in our head. We can't control it twenty four hours a day, but we can control it in the next minute. Yes. And, um, and you know, we can get some help thinking better thoughts than the ones we think. It's okay to ask people. Uh, It's okay to say, here's what I'm thinking about this. Uh, Can you see a better way to think about it? And listen. And to me, all of those thoughts are prayers. Um, Clear if we thought of them as chants. You know, that were were either chanting, um, uh, what a lovely day. Or I'm the lily of the field instead of there's never enough. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it might be a more joyful prayer to say, I wonder how this is going to turn out well instead of I'm doomed. And uh, we, we have a kind of a freedom there, and it's it's worth participating in. Um, it can be transformative. And... Uh, you know, so um, and and here I want to go back to the the thought that's on your lips. That's a good place to start. You know, um, mm-hmm. if if you speak the thought that's on your lips, and you think, where did that come from? Um, you do get to say, what would I rather think instead? What would I rather speak instead? And then become a participant in it. And uh, yeah. a very powerful thing to do. Very powerful. And, uh, it's taking that um, breath before you speak. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yes. It really or, is. Or something I heard heard one time that that's that's really served me is that um, we're not responsible for our first thought. We're responsible for the next one. Right. And, exactly. Uh, so so you know we don't we don't have to live in fear of the first thought, just be conscious of the next one. You know, and uh, that brings up something that I remember being in meetings with people. Sometimes you'll think something and everybody wants to shout it out. So people are talking over each other and nobody's listening to what the other person is saying. It's so distracting. Mm -hmm. So I had a board meeting this morning. I was like, we're going to do this. You know, everybody's just going to talk one at a time. And if you don't, I'm I'm going to stop you. And it's so funny because many times I'll sit in the meeting and I'll think, I want to say this. Do I need to say this? And then I'll think for a second, and my next question will be, do I need to say this now? And then my next question will be, does this need to be said by me, and does it need to be said by me now? And that way, you give yourself three shots. Do you need to say it? 
Do you need to say it now? And are you the one that really needs to say it now? <laughs> you know, and you give yourself that. And sometimes you just hold it back and say, no, I'm not going to say it. It gives you that so that you don't throw something out there at someone that's going to feel like an attack or you're stupid. You did it wrong. You said it wrong, blah, blah, blah. So that's to me like taking a breath. But if you're, if you can't take the breath because you're too anxious, ask some question that's going to force you to take a breath before you speak because you mm-hmm. really, people yeah. need to use their filter more. Filters are important, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. but so, they're not so, used all the time. Can I ask you a question? Sure. So if you, if you could design a new prayer for yourself, do you have any idea what it might be? Hmm. Well, I added to your prayer. <laughs> Does that oh, count? That's good enough. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. Part of it. Part of my question is, uh, are you conscious of it? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. And, you, you know, not every minute of every day, but there are times where it's like, you know, they tell you to bite your tongue. It's the same thing. Bite your tongue. Take a breath. Think of a question. And really, that's just mm-hmm. teaching you to be mindful, to be aware of how you're speaking so that what you speak, because it goes out in the universe and it's there forever and it's reverberating. It's creating a vibration and it's either bringing people up or it's bringing people down. Which do you want to do? Because mm-hmm. you're in that group of people that you're bringing up or down. So why would you want to mm-hmm. hurt you in hurting someone else? takes a long time to learn that one, but it's true. <laughs> you're hurting yourself whenever you hurt anyone else, so you might as well, you know, try to make everything good, you know? On that note, would you please tell our listeners how they may learn more about you and where they may purchase your book, Your Life is Your Prayer? Well, Your Life is Your Prayer can be uh, – the publisher is Mango Media, and so you certainly can just Google Mango, Me- Mango Media, and it'll be there. Um, uh, Barnes and Noble sells it online. Amazon sells it online. Um, I have a website called yourlifeisyourprayer.com, and there's links to it on there. And um, that uh, yourlifeisyourprayer.com is where I blog. I, I write I write prayers and essays there. And uh, um, and um, I found it in bookstores, so it, it's it's easily available. It's everywhere. And, uh, so go out and get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. not just for yourself. It, get it as a gift. You know, it's a great. It's a great gift for Valentine's Day. It's a great, great gift for Easter. Any holiday. You know, uh, mm-hmm. celebrate an odd holiday that you're not really familiar with. Monday is Tubashvat, which is a Happy New Year to the trees in Israel. So go check that out. You know, get huh. the book. And wouldn't yeah. it be nice to say prayers for trees? You know, we need the oxygen, and the planet needs a lot of help. Yeah. So there you go just another thing to say i have to thank you sam so much for being on i really appreciate your time i loved 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 your book i absolutely loved it and i'm grateful to you and bj for putting it together and sharing it with all the rest of us thank you yeah very nice to be here with you oh i'm glad okay listeners Mm -hmm. we need you to spread the word we know you enjoy what you hear on energy awareness radio so please share it with your friends we live in a very challenging and constantly changing world That's why I have the guests that I do to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we are meant to live productively, healthfully, and purposefully. This is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T-Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archive list of past shows, the lineup for upcoming shows, as well as information about other upcoming events I'll be hosting, including my sound healing concerts and labyrinth walks. Please check out Soji Huggles Children's Foundation where every dollar of every donation directly supports children in need, 100%. We're run solely by volunteers. There are no salaries, stipends, or compensation of any kind to anyone. You'll learn about our fundraising campaigns, and you can see exactly where the money goes, how it helps kids in need. Now, Soji Huggles, we are investing in a brighter tomorrow by giving them a better today. So thank you for taking time to visit our website, sojihuggles.org. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at both, at Energy Aware Radio and at Soji Huggles. And please help like us on Facebook at Soji Huggles Children's Foundation. I am your host, T Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, 
Living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. I got a mind. 